I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Autumn to winter is known as Oscar season, when studios release what they hope to be their best and brightest films to take home the gold statue come the following year. January and February are usually the months studios dump the trash they either didn't know how to market or knew would flop anyway. But October to Christmas, it's time to pander to the crowd. There's plenty of controversy around Best Picture wins, most notably ordinary people beating out Raging Bull, something cinephiles still can't seem to reconcile. But there are other movies, such as 2018's Green Book, that were clearly out there to pick up a statue. Green Book is probably one in more recent years, an indulgent, magical African-American stereotype featuring the usually talented Viggo Mortensen with a Vinnie Boombat accent designed to make white people feel good. Sometimes, however, gambles like Green Book just don't pay off. Hollywood, after all, is a cynical enterprise, and campaigning for an Academy Award can be downright shameless. So let us honour such miserable failures. I am Kirsten from What Culture, and these are films designed to win Oscars that failed miserably. Number 9. Phenomenon By 1996, word was out. John Travolta, who had been toiling away in failures like Urban Cowboy since 1983, was back. Quentin Tarantino single-handedly reinvigorated his career in 1994 thanks to his 1970s nostalgia with Pulp Fiction. Even his hammier roles like Face Off were being seen as triumphs. Twenty years of auditing and ridding himself of Thetans were paying off, and it might even lead to Oscar glory. So what dramatic role would finally grant Travolta the chance to make people forget perfect, two of a kind, and staying alive? It would have to be something phenomenal. Enter Phenomenon, John Turtletaub's fantasy drama about a working-class mechanic suddenly gifted with telepathic ability and astounding intelligence. He can move things with his mind, checkmate you in three moves, and even decode shortwave radio. The general public is somewhat fearful of his abilities. The scientists are baffled and amazed. Of course, all of this could have been over in 10 minutes if Travolta had bothered to get a CAT scan. Turns out it's just a deadly brain tumour, granting access to those oh-so-elusive parts of our brain that we don't use. The twist is saccharine and silly, probably squashing any chance during award season. What could have been a fairly interesting examination into inexplicable events quickly took a sharp turn into a bad soap opera. Number 8. The Iron Lady 
Elvis Costello once said he'd tramp the dirt down when Margaret Thatcher and her hard brand conservatism was dead. It's fairly impossible for Meryl Streep not to win an Oscar, and this biopic about the former Prime Minister is no exception. Its expectations, beyond the token Streep win, however, were overly ambitious. Its bland, self-righteous narrative follows the biopic playbook and takes several liberties with history that are unforgivable. Biopics by nature have to take some liberties with fact just for dramatic effect, but portraying Thatcher as a woman in a patronising, male-dominated parliament is largely a falsehood, and it's hard to make a sympathetic case for a woman opposed to the reunification of Germany. But she is Meryl Streep. She could play Ayn Rand and win. Number 7. Cinderella Man Coming off the success of A Beautiful Mind, a largely fictionalised biography of a woman-beating paranoid schizophrenic, director Ron Howard and screenwriter Akiva Goldsman returned to the world of period piece biopics that treated them like Tinseltown royalty just four years earlier. Cinderella Man once again pairs Howard with Russell Crowe as boxing legend James J. Braddock. An American underdog story, if there ever was one, Braddock was a Depression-era boxer forced into manual labour after injuring his hand in the ring, only to fight his way back to be the heavyweight champion of the world. Their reviews were kind enough and Paul Giamatti received a nomination for Best Supporting Actor, it failed to live up to the hype of a beautiful mind, let alone a title bout. It's not that there's anything particularly awful about Cinderella Man, it's just so by the numbers and commonplace that a Best Picture win would have been a blemish on an otherwise decent directorial record. Today, it's largely forgotten. It's only legacy the auctioned-off jockstrap used by Crower that talk show host John Oliver bought and donated to the last blockbuster in Alaska. Number 6. The Human Stain Though writer-slash-director Robert Benton's filmography is fairly sparse, it carries a lot of weight. With wins in both categories for Kramer vs. Kramer and nominations for Bonnie and Clyde and the underrated Paul Newman sleeper Nobody's Fool, Benton's pedigree, combined with a novel from Pulitzer Prize winner Philip Roth, felt like a sure thing. Instead, that combination gave birth to The Human Stain, a laughably melodramatic, woefully miscast film. Whatever brutally earnest points Roth's novel hammered home about race in America is largely overshadowed by the big reveal. Anthony Hopkins is a black man that has been passing as a white Jewish professor. So yes, independently, Hopkins, Benton and Roth are often brilliant within their own medium. Put them in a blender and what you get is basically the scene in Silver Streak in which Gene Wilder tries to pass for black without any of the comic undertones. Number 5. The Majestic Frank Capra was one of the most creative and influential forces in Hollywood throughout the 30s and 40s. His very namesake calls to mind what one conjures when they imagine the very best of America. Jimmy Stewart breathlessly filibustering against a corrupt Congress full of America's eccentricities and perhaps annually for many, the fact that all a man truly needs to be happy is the love and generosity of friends and family. Though upon its release, It's a Wonderful Life was considered a failure, it's now a household staple, a high bar of optimism that one can never surpass. The same won't be said of Frank Darabont's attempt to make his own Capra-esque work, The Majestic. Jim Carrey, as bright and rubber-faced as Jimmy Stewart, plays a blacklisted screenwriter who suffers amnesia and is mistaken for a World War II hero in a small town. There, he works among downtrodden small-town America and gets to know the real grain and backbone of the average countryman while restoring the town's once grand movie theatre. 
Upon regaining his memory and returning to Congress, he makes a heartfelt plea to the Joseph McCarthy-like congressional body. It was the first major departure for Kerry, who had primarily been known for a larger-than-life slapstick and he carries himself admirably. Darabont can even be somewhat commended for attempting to create what could easily be considered a love letter to Sullivan's travels. Alas, there's a time and a place for everything, and the built-in cynicism intended or not is all too obvious. At its best, the majestic is overlong, pandering sentimentality. Number 4. All the King's Men Robert Penn Warren's Pulitzer Prize-winning novel inspired some great work. From the Best Picture winner of 1949 to Randy Newman's masterful album Rednecks, specifically his song Kingfish, the novel and film are loosely based around corrupt Louisiana governor Huey Kingfish Long, following an idealistic young journalist whose optimism is torn down as he witnesses the dirty backroom deals of politics. Long had already been dramatised in the TV movie Kingfish by John Goodman, by the time Sean Penn and screenwriter writer Steve Zalian got their hands on the property. Penn had already won Best Actor once, he'd go on again for Milk years later, and the meaty role of young bright-eyed lawyer-turned-politician Willie Stark seemed like a lock for a second one, particularly with a script penned by one of the most respected screenwriters in the industry. Unfortunately, both Zalian and Penn brought the worst, most melodramatic qualities to the project. When Stark is first running to prove he's not part of the machine, he throws his handler, James Gandolfini, in literal pig feces. There's nothing about the All the King's Men remake that isn't blatant or literal. It even includes a scene in which Stark records a version of Long's campaign song. What was once a thinly veiled mask for political corruption was an outright attack on reality. Penn, often noted for subtlety and carefully chosen character moments, is all over the map with a bombastically cartoonish performance. Number 3. Master and Commander – The Far Side of the World When Randy Newman finally won an Academy Award for Best Song, he said that no one has ever made consistently great films with the exception of Australian Peter Weir. Weir began his career in his native country with small arthouse films like The Cars That Ate Paris and Picnic at Hanging Rock, but his work across the continent saw work like Fearless, Witness, Dead Poet Society and The Truman Show. When Master and Commander The Far Side of the World was released, fans of the director's work were excited. It was a high seas adventure based upon Patrick O'Malley's Aubrey Maturin novels. The filmmaker had proven his ability to gorgeous landscapes and an open-air historical war drama about the Napoleonic Wars seemed to be the perfect setting. And though Master and Commander managed to snag nominations for Best Picture and Director, its chances were beyond slim. There's no question it's gorgeous to look at, and as Roger Ebert said at the time, it captures the very nature of an epic without ever losing sight of the humanity that drives the story. The sad truth is that it's also somewhat of a bore. Coming in at just under two and a half hours, the epic scale and grand production design is all there, but ultimately very little of consequence happens. It hurts to say it, but a Pirates of the Caribbean film manages to be more entertaining, and much like that Disney dreck, it ends on a cliffhanger. Unlike that Disney dreck, however, audiences didn't seem to care to see another. Number 2. The Life of David Gale Pick a year, any year, and there's a pretty solid guarantee that an issue film will make the best picture list. Be it Precious, Milk, Selma, a film attempting to bring attention to a social problem, some of them are painful, pretentious, undeserved of any attention that could be summed up by pundits of a 24-hour cable news network. Others are well-stated, be it blunt or subtle, and never let the social injustices explored overtake the narrative or characters. 
Alan Parker's Mississippi Burning was that kind of film. Based upon the murders of three civil rights workers in the South by politicians and police linked to the Ku Klux Klan, the film plays out like a simple police procedural with a hardline Gene Hackman partnered with a naive Willem Dafoe. It garnered seven Oscar nominations, snagging one for Best Cinematography. Parker's other major issue film was met with derision, ridicule and audiences throwing popcorn at the screen in the closing minutes. This time trying to take a stand against the death penalty, the life of David Gale finds Kevin Spacey's college professor accused of murdering and raping a close friend. Sitting on death row with days left before his execution, Gale tells his story to a journalist played by Kate Winslet. He had spent his career devoted to fighting the death penalty and ironically, he was now on the list. Alas, to prove a point, the film's final minutes reveal evidence of Gale's innocence as he is executed. Turns out his friend committed suicide and he manufactures evidence to frame himself. I'm sure Parker, Spacey and co-stars Laura Linney and Winslet had their best intentions at heart. The main difference between Gale and Mississippi Burning is that there's no truth behind any of it. It's just a silly twist meant to be shocking and poignant. In actuality, however, even Pay It Forward had more subtlety. Number 1. Bobby. Bless the Sheen slash Estevez family, except for Charlie. They're a multi-talented, liberal-minded, mighty duck-rallying couple of guys. Martin's work on the West Wing is not only deeply earnest, it's almost unparalleled in recent television. And Emilio, the only member who retained the original family name, always just seemed like a nice guy. But nice guy doesn't translate into good filmmaker. He appears to have his father's political and philosophical opinions and wears them on his sleeve. Perhaps too much of his sleeve, however. The Golden Globes is an annual ceremony where the nominees already know who won and celebrities primarily go to get drunk. They're nominated so the press can hang out with George Clooney. Take 2006's Bobby, a film that would have never been taken seriously without its ensemble cast of writer-slash-director Emilio Estevez's friends. Getting plastered with Demi Moore, Anthony Hopkins, Christian Slater, Helen Hunt, Lindsay Lohan, Elijah Wood, Sharon Stone and William H. Macy sounds like a pretty good reason to throw an awards gala. Bobby takes place in the 24 hours before Robert F. Kennedy was gunned down in the kitchen of the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles on June 5th, 1968. Also, the last time the Sheen still believed in hope instead of heroin. Though Kennedy is never seen, footage of the assassination does not exist, his presence is evident throughout the staffers and visitors of the hotel. The ensemble cast ranges from god-awful to admirable, but the aimless subplots and desperate attempts to tie events to modern times are awkwardly shoehorned into a messy but not unpleasant film. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack. 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.